0: All right, second episode. Episode two. Episode one's in the books. Episode two has begun. Episode one's in the book. Uh thank you guys for all of you who tuned in to our very first episode. Uh I feel like we learned a lot and got some good feedback off of it.
1: Yeah, we got a lot of good feedback. Yeah. yeah. Um So what's up today? What are we talking about today? I
0: think, well, first of all, for those of you tuning in for the first time, my name is Ricky, AKA Dad the Builder.
1: And I'm Anthony, AKA Domino's Kitchen, or Anthony Domino on Instagram. (laughs) I have a few Instagrams, but uh, anyways, so I think we're going to talk about social media, man. Yeah, so
0: um, I posted about what we, uh, kind of what my listeners wanted to hear us talk about today. Um, again, we got some good feedback. Uh, I got, a, I got a quite a bit of messages of people saying they could relate to what we're talking about and also um, they appreciated the information we spoke about. Um, and I feel like that was a good test run. Like we just needed to get our, our, our feet wet and get you get, things, the feels. get the feels of this podcast. Yeah. And I think for this one, I wanted to or we wanted to start and actually focus on a topic, maybe a couple topics and the one I was getting uh, blown up about was um, people are interested in wanting to get advice on how to sell your product on social media, and then also what you do when you're fucking burnt out. What do you think that about that? a lot. What do you think about those two topics?
1: I think that's good to talk about because yeah. especially the, the burnt out part, as a, yeah. a, a small business owner, yeah. it happens a lot because you're mostly doing everything yeah. by yourself, yeah, yeah. You know, especially in the beginning years, um, yeah. I was, and I think that's a really good topic to talk about.
0: So for me, I think it's one of the most important because for the people who are listening and they want to get their, their gig going on, they want to start making money on the side, doing whatever it is, whether you know, you're know you in the food industry, you do woodwork, you sell art, whatever it is, um, you, you have to come to the realization that you're gonna, there's gonna be a point, many points where you're fucking just gonna get sober and tout. You're not gonna wanna do shit. You're gonna be tired because you're not selling, no one's buying your shit, or you're just not to the point where you want to be. Um, I know I personally have been there plenty of times. I recently just got out of a rut. Um, Anthony, uh, I think we've shared stories back and forth and help each, uh, motivate each other to get out of it. But yeah. what, what do you do? And do you have a story that you could share with people and maybe they could relate to the rut you were in and what you did to get out of it and just shake it off? Definitely. I
1: definitely have a, uh, a few stories, but I'll share one. Um, so I, I started, I started with a, uh, with a new distributor called, uh, I'm not going to say their name um, because they're not paying us. But anyway, I, I started with them and they started, you know, um, giving me food. They're my purveyor. And, uh, one day they, I guess their whole company went on strike. Oh wow. And this was a, like a really big week for me. And so they went on strike. Um, and I didn't know this at the time, but it, it came to the time where they needed to deliver the food by a certain time and the food wasn't there. So I called them, called them, called them, um, you know, got through to a few people, this and that. And I ended up finding out that they're going on strike. And, you know, I, I didn't know what to do at that time because like I said, like I, I needed to make deadlines. Like that's what my business is all about is making deadlines at, you know, specific times, specific days. So I need that food by a specific time and it wasn't there. So I was like, what, you know, what do I do? So it was just me and my wife at that time. And, um, I was just in a rut. like, what the, what the, what the hell, what the hell do I do? Like I was just stuck. So. You know we had the idea of you know it was like seven or eight o'clock at night so we had to go to the the local restaurant supply store get all the food and you know mind you we were supposed to have the food by early that morning so that right there just set us back almost a whole day um and that's tough to do when you're a small business owner to to be set back that far because it's just you and you know whoever whoever else you're with it was just me and my wife um
0: and every customer counts. So Every customer every, counts. But you can't, losing one,
1: no, is, it's it's just not an yeah. option. And yeah. it's not like it was just one customer or two customers. It was a lot of customers. So, you know, we did what we had to do. We went and, you know, we drove down to the local place, got all the food, came back. Um, then, you know, we started we started pumping out all the food, cooking it, prepping it. And I think we were probably up cooking the food in the kitchen to like 5 a.m. that day. Oh, shit yeah it was insane um but you know what we we, <laughs> we got over it we we jumped that hurdle hurdle and um you know i've, I've been in a few other ruts but that that's probably the most yeah. memorable one that i've that i've been in um and it's just those things that you get over that as a small business owner, like you you have to be able to get over those yeah. small things because if i were to just say oh no you know just forget it i'll just wait the next day or i'll just wait the next day for the food I probably would have never gotten the food and I would have lost a lot of customers. So I, I just had to, um, make the executive decision to do what I had to do. And, uh, the customers got their food on time, even though me and my wife are up until 5am cooking the food, prepping the food, packaging the food. Um, you know, that's, those are the things that you have to do as a small business owner to, um, not only get to the next step, but, uh, you know, to not fail. You, you like, know you what
0: just... I, I call it? I call it um, when you're in a rut like that and you break through. I call it uh, advancing to the next level, whatever level that is. Yeah. You're like breaking down a barrier, and now you're one step ahead. Right. Uh, ahead of what? I don't know, but I almost yeah. make it seem like you've you've next level is here. Right. You, you've beat that level. Right. Um, the next thing that's going to be thrown at you is unknown, but yeah. um, you're ready for it, yeah, especially what something are, like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And what are most people going to do in that situation? They're just going to stop. They're, They're going to buckle. They're going to buckle, and, and they'll and they'll wait until the next day to get the food, or yeah. they'll wait until you know this company goes off strike or whatever. Yeah. But it's that I, I couldn't do that. You know, yeah. I. I could. How does
0: um, I always tell people like. Uh, when I when I when I'm building a piece and I deliver it, I, I feel uh, so nervous. My gut feels like it's in a knot. You know that. Yeah. Did you feel that way? Like you're just so nervous, you don't know what's gonna happen. When I you was just extremely. Have, you just nervous. have to keep yeah, pushing. Yeah, of course. I was extremely
1: nervous, but I know I, I knew that I had to make some kind of decision to, because like when I started when I started my business, um, I didn't have any money. Like I I didn't use any any money to, to start my business I had to use any debt yeah. anything like that so it was pretty much just like me working to provide for my family so i knew if i didn't do that if i didn't take that step you're not just failing like, yourself yeah or, i'm not just you know. i'm not just screwing myself over i'm screwing my whole family over yeah. and if if i don't take that step if i didn't like say hey hey babe we need to do this and we're, you know we're going to be up until 5am doing this like if i didn't take that necessary step then I could have been out of business. Yeah, you had and to boss up. Yeah, right? had, you you sometimes you just got to boss up in those yeah. in those situations. You yeah.
0: Know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about you, bro? I've been in a. I've, I guess I've haven't really been in a situation. I mean, I've had deadlines. Everyone has deadlines, exactly. but nothing like that because mine isn't isn't. It's time sensitive, but it's not time sensitive like that. Right. So I've been more so. My ruts come in a plateau rut where um oh. I'm at this. I'm doing. I'm at the same spot and I can't get out of it, whether it's I'm bringing in the same amount of sales, I'm not doing enough in business, or I'm just, uh, i the biggest one for me was when I was working out of my garage. Um, I was, I got caught up on seeing other woodworkers that are moving into shops, they were doing better, I guess you could say, you know, and that shit, Well, yeah, you up, you know, I was like, I remember going to bed and I would be on Instagram and I see uh, not I'm not trying to be cocky, but people who I know um, I do better work for just doing better. And uh, and there was I just couldn't the social media hype. Fuck. Right. Yes. And for me, those kinds of things would put me in a rut in the beginning, especially the whole um, not that working out of your garage or doing anything is a bad thing at all just putting it out there but for me it was more of a stress level like i wanted to i wanted to uh reach that point because i was seeing these other woodworkers do that um but at the end of the day you know i would just kind of i would people usually say take time off when you're in a rut i think that's kind of bullshit um for me taking time off is not really the answer because in a sense you're just going to set yourself a little bit more back. You got to you gotta tackle what you're doing and just kind of readjust your day, you know, what, how, how you're going about work. Like for me, if I'm going about, you know, the way I, I start a project, you know, you pick your materials out, you cut it out, you got to kind of go at it a different angle. Like I started designing stuff and I started having more fun with it. Um, but mainly I just... I just stopped being a little bitch and just tell myself (laughs) like, I'm just like, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm just like looking at something that I shouldn't worry about and how blessed I am. I have all these tools. I have a nice home. I'm fortunate enough to have a big garage. People are buying my pieces. I'm just mad that I'm not making more money and that Susie down the street is selling more shit than I am.
1: Yeah. And that's a good lesson for people that are listening and that are starting out their businesses is to not, uh, focus too much on social media yeah. and what other people are yeah. doing because you like I was talking to Brooke about this the other day um, and I talked about this with with a lot of people that I just chat with about business but you never know what situation that person is in you never know yeah where they got funding from you never know any of this stuff that you see on social media you never know where they, where they got their the yeah where, where it truly comes from so you can't base your stuff off of what they're doing because you don't know where this shit came
0: from 100% so the model I took was after I got out of that first rut and many of them came again you know but I I I know how to mental I'm mentally tough and I could I could get by you know I just need to kind of shake it off and readjust but the biggest thing was I started uh, mainly from talking to you I started setting longer term goals and more so just competing with myself like uh, for the beginning of this year like I wanted to kick um, uh, kick, uh, kick, um, beat the sales that I did from the last year, and be better than I was last year. And and just I I audited myself from last year, and I did an audit what I wanted to do this year, and right. how I was gonna be better. And that's all that really matters, I guess, is just competing against yourself. And ever since I started doing that. Um, things have started moving correctly And patience too Like I started having patience A lot more patience man Patience yeah. is so key And that's where a lot of those um, uh, People getting burnout come from Because they're impatient And things aren't happening right. And they're Oh I'm working seven days a week And I'm not getting time off Nothing's happening So I need a day off I'm burnt out I'm tired yeah. Everyone's tired yeah. Like you tell me one person Who's not tired Yeah as humans We are We're, naturally yeah.
1: Like wired that way yeah. to just naturally be tired and and pick the path of least resistance yeah. like as humans that's how we are wired so when people come to me and say oh i'm tired i'm this that like everyone's fucking tired and that's like, why yeah i'm tired it, talking and to you talking talk about you're tired
0: i yeah i can't stand those kinds of people but that's why i say taking a day off when you're burnt out isn't necessarily the best thing to do because you're training yourself that it's okay to relax at the time where you need to push the hardest. You know, when you're when you're when you're com- when you're competing in a sport, if you're a fucking professional football player and you're at the Super Bowl and you're tired and there's 2 minutes left, do you right. take a break? No, you just keep pushing. Keep pushing. Yeah. So, you just got to reevaluate what you're doing and go about your day and just reorganize everything and structure it just a little bit different and uh, just remember how really blessed we everyone that lives in the United States uh, really is. Like Absolutely. Uh, like it, Big picture wise. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Especially living here. Like if you're alive, you're, you know, um, you're, you're gifted and you're blessed, but especially living where we live. And in a time
0: where your disadvantages could literally become the biggest advantage for sure, dude, Yeah. like people will tell me, okay. Oh, you know, and I'm not putting it like, it's not, I'm not talking down on anyone. you people are the way they are, but I'll get messages and be like, man, you know, I really want to start selling my stuff, but I got three kids and I'm married and a full-time job, um, you know, so I'm just going to hold off till the time is right. And it's just like, you get messages like that. I do. Yeah. People asking how do I do it because they yeah. have they see I have kids and it's like right. use it to your advantage. You know, do it. Do things with them. Incorporate them into yeah. it. Show or do it
1: because 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 of, of, them, of them and them. show
0: people that you're doing it. Even though you're doing this, and people are gonna start following you and they're gonna relate to you and they're gonna wanna buy from you because yeah. they're like, damn, that dude's badass. Look at him. He's three kids. He's married. Has a full time job and he's killing it doing this. Right. So it's just. How bad do you want it you know yeah hey, and what are you willing to sacrifice same, the, 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 like are you willing to sacrifice exactly. family time
1: sometimes you have to sacrifice stuff like like people with families and with wives they are so um they're so hooked on like spending like you know a hundred percent of the time with their family but yeah. sometimes you have to uh uh use the the whatever you call it the delayed gratification yeah, yeah but and you you, you, you also, have to you, you have to also
0: remember though dude we, we you have really supportive wives. i get that they, they understand that no hustle. i get that yeah. but
1: sometimes you have to hustle with the mindset of okay maybe if i hustle um a little bit more today and and kind of take some of that family time away today yeah. i can have more uh substantial family time next week and we can do yeah. more and better stuff yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that, if, if you never hustle, you you can never take your kids to Disneyland. You can no. never do that. You're, you're just sitting you're sitting in the freaking I, living room with them. Dude, but if I, if you are constantly hustling, like you can do these extra things. That, you, can, you can go and do
0: more stuff yeah. because you you'll have you'll have more income because you're yeah, hustling. That more. is exactly what I did. Um, I when I when I started Dad the Builder, um, we were expecting our first baby, and I almost was just gonna be like, oh, I'm just gonna wait till Stella's born, then I'll start. But then I was like, wait. But if I start now, in seven months when she's born, I'll have maybe I'll be making money by then. And then we could, my wife doesn't have to go back to work. Yeah. And I was like, it's going to be tough, but it needs to happen. Like, it I need needs. just to do it. Exactly. And, get, and, it, and, it, that, and it worked. Yeah. And it worked. And But again, I had a really supportive wife. I still do. I mean, taking care of two knucklehead kids.
1: Dude, having a supportive wife is, is, so, is crucial. Key to, it's so key to, I'm not going to say it's key to running a business because some people are, aren't married and some people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's with key. us, with us, dude, it's, it's, key it's, it's because absolutely key. like
0: what other wife or there's not many other wives who are like, for me, I'm I'm in the office or I'm like, you know, kids are crying and I come inside the house. I'm, I'm on a deadline and I'm just like, babe, I got to go to the shop. You know, I give right. the kids a kiss. It's chaos. She understands, yeah. or supportive
1: husbands. She, if you're a woman and this same thing, same reverse, thing. Vice, I'm just saying wife because we're two dudes. Yeah, yeah, 100 because
0: girls, fucking. I know plenty of girls who kick ass, yeah. that are builders. Oh, so, I know, I yeah. know, yeah, yeah, and definitely. I'm sure with you, but um, yeah, it's just. Anyways, back to the rut thing. It's. You know, you just, it has to be in you, I think, to get out of it. But there's things that you could coach yourself and just and just look at the bigger picture and what you really have. And just evaluate your day and break it up differently. Switch think, things th- around. Yeah, I
1: think you have to have a reason why to get out of the rut. Yeah. Like, you have to have, like, uh, a lot of, like, you know, people that I follow, they say, have a, a why, you know, of what yeah. you're going to do. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it sounds so cheesy, yeah. but it's true. Like but you it's need, true. You need to have, like... A, a goal or a why or, or you, something that yeah. you're like shooting for to okay so you're able to hustle because
0: or, or give yourself like i had people tell me um you know meditate for 10 minutes or give yourself really yes. some shut off time yes. i dude so i started doing jujitsu this is my first week back my my mind hasn't i do a four thirty a.m class my mind hasn't been this clear in such a long time. I feel like I like emptied out a glass full of water, yeah. and I'm just giving myself that time because I can't. When I'm in there, I can't think about everything that's going on. Right. You know, I can only focus on what I'm doing. Yeah. Um. Which Not is only good. that, but it's it's, it's so fit, it's fitness. Yeah, like, it's fitness. Just fitness, fitness in that.
1: general. You're just. I don't. I don't know the the science behind it, but yeah. it 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 clears your mind like. Yeah. Like, every, everyone should be physically active. Never, I Agreed. mean, 20, 30, I don't, I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, that. Yeah, that's yeah. what helps you clear yeah. your mind, you know.
0: Cool. Um, yeah, but, that's, yeah, that's man, shit.
1: How was Jiu-Jitsu? Do you like it?
0: I fucking love it. I, really? I used to do martial arts a lot when I was younger. I actually wanted to, to fight. Um, Cause I wrestled all of high school and then I wanted to, I did MMA a lot right after high school and I, I, but then, you know, you get, you, I just wanted a party at, yeah. and you know how we were, yeah. we used to, you said, oh dude, so get off topic, so I actually got asked why we named the podcast, the chat, we didn't have a name oh, the last episode, really. Yeah. I want to cover that, we didn't, so, really, uh, we didn't that. really go over that, yeah, yeah. so, do you want to tell them?
1: Um, sure, I'll tell him. <laughs> so, for my bachelor party, for the, I think that's actually how the chat started. So seven years ago. Seven years ago, uh, we actually me and my wife Brooke we just had our anniversary. So seven years ago, uh, me and the guys, you know, we we were planning a, a bachelor party and we started this chat, and we had I don't remember how many people we had, but it was you know our close friends that were obviously going to the bachelor party. Then it just kind of went from there and we never stopped doing so, like a group yeah, chat, but, you know, like it's, like it's, it's kind of always been uh, a thing <laughs> with us is to have a group chat for, for all of us yeah. to communicate with Here, each other. Here's the, the
0: funnier part though, because um, in our, our, all of our wives, Know what the chat is because they would get annoyed, you know. You'd be fucking sitting, I'll be sitting with Lex and I'll be cracking up for no reason. She's like, What are you laughing at? I'm like, The chat, babe. (laughs) The chat. So every wife knows the chat. So we decided, you know, just run with it.
1: Yeah, just name it The Chat. Um,
0: Selling on social media, bro. Let's move on to that topic.
1: Yeah, because I think we only have a few minutes left. Yeah, we wanted
0: to keep this pod. We want to keep this podcast a little shorter. Um, I think the last time was a little longer because yeah. uh, you know we're just getting into it, but we want to keep it nice, short, and and. And if you guys have any feedback about please that, please let us to know
1: how long you typically listen to a podcast. Because yeah. um, we we know people probably listen to the podcast, you know, either on their commute yeah. or at the gym. And it's typically, you know, 20 to 30 minutes long. But if you guys yeah. want a, a longer podcast, we can do that as well. Yeah, we can maybe, maybe do, uh, we switch off one 20 minute yeah. and one an hour or maybe, whatever. Yeah, you know? maybe
0: for you guys, it feels like we've been rambling. But here, I feel like we just got started. And no. I think we've been talking for almost 20 minutes now. Yeah, it doesn't even feel like um that. Not to rush into it, but um, our uh, producer is telling us to hurry up. You can't see it, but he's uh, <laughs> he's <laughs> pointing the, we got 10 minutes. Is that what you're telling? Yep, 10 All right, 10 minutes. Okay. Anyways. Um the biggest thing I get and I think the most helpful because everyone people start business to make money. Let, let's right. push it aside, people yeah, want to make money. That's, that's usually the main um, reason. Yeah. Uh, besides having a really healthy economy, social media is a huge, huge if you're not selling on social media, you're doing something wrong. I see businesses that aren't on social media or they have like a really good Mexican restaurant who has like 10 followers and isn't keeping up on their Instagram. And I was like, like, what's the point? I'm just like, <laughs> what's mm-hmm. the point? Like, Why? What you, like, what are you doing? Why do you yeah. have a social Why? media? Yeah. Like there's like, a few
1: reasons. There's all right. There's a personal social media yeah. where you're just sharing stuff with your family, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But, and there's, you know, how, how we do it. We have oh. our businesses on that, yeah. which every business should be yeah. on social media, whether it's Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, there's, there's Snapchat. so many, there's so many platforms. Everything. How um, um,
0: you're the one that turned me on. I know I mentioned this in the last pot last podcast. You're the one that turned me on to uh, getting more serious about my Instagram and um, motivating me to start selling off of it, which I didn't think people would. Dude, but oh, just so everyone knows, about eighty percent of my business comes from Instagram, and then the other twenty percent is usually word of mouth or repeat customers.
1: Okay,
0: huge, right?
1: Yeah, that is so huge.
0: So what?
1: especially for your stuff because Instagram was, I think was created for uh, kind of more of an artist and you I dude, am an artist. you're an artist. So <laughs> I think that's why uh, um, that's one big reason why your stuff yeah. thrives because dude, you have amazing work. Yeah. So you're, you're an artist. Um, so but your, your stuff thrives on Instagram. There's
0: like a psychology and a marketing way to go about it. And I think that's what, cause there's dude, there's plenty of people who have killer work that still need that extra help on how to get kicked off, you know, um, because just because you do good work doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be no. market yourself right or right. or attract people to buy your product. You know, it's all, there's a psychology to it, like I said. So I felt like maybe we could share some pointers on it. What, what, do, what are you do you, uh, do you, what, what? I do
1: have you- a few. So I went to a conference uh, a few months ago it was. Uh, I'm not going to say the name of the conference, but it was pretty interesting. Uh, Ty Lopez was there, Grant Cardona was there, um, a bunch of other you know big names, and Ty Lopez was probably the most interesting because he went over um, some things that I thought were extremely interesting. For, for Ty Lopez, uh, yeah, he, for Instagram. I, I listened to him. Um, so he went over a few things, and uh, the main thing was uh, cognitive bias. So. When you're posting on social media, there's a few things that people—they're um, just wired to see, to engage with things a certain way. Yeah. Um, and a few of those things were like when you're posting on on social media. Uh, it's it's. I guess it's kind of hard to explain because I'm not yeah. I'm not like in front of like a big TV screen. But um, I'll just share one thing. So when you're when you're posting pictures of Let's say this even works for um, your own social media, for your personal social media. So when you're posting pictures of uh, people, you want um, them to be about you know five feet away from the camera, five to 10 feet away, and you want their faces to be square on on the camera. Um, you don't want their, their heads to be to the side. Um, and there's there's 25 different cognitive biases. Uh, I'll share those maybe in the in the notes of this podcast um, because they're they're quite lengthy. But uh, that is one of them. So you want you so know, he
0: broke down like the science. He
1: broke it. down the science of how you should post on social media, mm-hmm. and it was pretty interesting because he <laughs> went over. It, then he yeah. actually analyzed like 10 people's yeah. social medias inside the the conference, and it was all true. Like he went through and said, hey you see this girl's uh, head it's pointed sideways, but she has a picture right next to it and her face is pointing forward and, and she likes, has more, more likes, engagement. not just more likes, but more engagements. And that's actually something that uh, me and Aaron were talking about on the way over here is likes versus comments. Like yeah. what do, what do you think is uh, more uh, beneficial to have on your, on your pictures? Um, likes, or comments?
0: Um, for me, just the fact that anyone looked at my photo and clicked like, I'm just, first of all, I'm just grateful for it and I of think course. it makes a big deal. But the biggest thing, obviously, are the comments because those are the people who are, um, any anyone could get likes. You don't know if someone's just scrolling and liking every single photo. Yeah. You don't know if it's yeah. sincere enough, for but sure. what you know what bugs me, speaking of this, um, when it, it has to do with it, when, when people, don't respond to comments yes. like those are the yes. those are the people who are you ride or die like that person who's commenting on all your
1: photos Ty Lopez yeah, talked about that yeah, too oh, like does he, yeah yeah, yeah uh, you're not yeah.
0: responding like me I try and respond to everyone who comments but for me it's comments because those are the real engagement there people who are who are really interested um, and i i and that's I try, gonna
1: boost your engagement is yeah. commenting on those, those people because, care and they took yeah.
0: the time to write and reach out to you and they they deserve nothing they don't no one deserves anything but i feel like no, they you do. owe it to them they do to, they deserve to, it to, to they, give if, them a reply if they're because, taking the
1: time out of their day to fucking comment on yeah, your stuff someone tells you should take me the time out of your day yeah. to comment back they're commenting on your stuff yeah they're not just commenting on something that's public yeah or blah, blah. they're coming you're saying you're giving
0: you a compliment it's almost like if someone came up to you, a stranger and say hey i like your shirt where'd you get it and you just look at him and walk away exactly like d- that's exactly what yeah. what it is and i get it if you have millions of followers it's hard no you know no it's it's timing but right um they're you know uh for me though like but if you have a small page and if you have you need to under, be replying back under to Under a hundred
1: thousand followers. You need to be
0: replying back to everyone who comments you and everyone who messages you. Absolutely. If it's not creepy. If there I know there's Absolutely. girls who get those creepy you ignore those, those people, people, but people, if, if yeah, it's just sincere like, the, like like, hey, you motivate me, reply back. Be like, you know, you know the fact that they look at your page and you motivate them without even talking to them, imagine what you could do to them if you reply. Yeah, unless you're getting like an A plan yeah. or
1: all the but weird shit.
0: going back to how to sell on social media, so for me, what I did was I tried to become relatable to everyone who was coming to my page. I got people to tell me not to use my family to keep it professional. And Then I got people to tell me keep it professional or keep it family oriented, not just professional. So I decided to do it my own way, and I do both. And I feel like being relatable, um, going to Kelly's house because she wants a barn door, just throwing a name out there. Once I get there, she's going to be like, yo, Stella's so cute. Your do- this, we- she knows me without even meeting yeah. me. So one she of the, one feels of the, better buying sorry, something from me. Sorry to
1: interrupt, but one of the cognitive biases was family. People are very uh, relatable to family. So if they see pictures with family, yeah. that's one of the things that triggers people yeah. to either – comment or like on your stuff. Mm-hmm. So that is one of the things that is uh, is necessary yeah. to incorporate, even if you do run a business like you do, dude, like it, you incorporate your family. Mm.
0: So I did that and um, you take it off. Oh um so so i did that and i just kind of i i would you know things that weren't like if i would post something like me standing somewhere and it wasn't getting enough engagement and then i post something that would get engagement i wouldn't post something like that wasn't getting people's attraction because my followers they're telling me they don't want to see that so that's how i also kind of molded my instagram to be able to sell but mainly was being relatable and making people feel comfortable and not fucking being pushy and having a badass product though to sell them that's obviously key but yes um, that is key because if you
1: don't have a good product and you're you have a huge social media and you this and that but you don't yeah. have a, a good solid product to, yeah to that's, back that's it, just the core it, it. it's like what are you yeah. doing yeah
0: yeah but um that's very important and then consistency if you're out there and you you feel like you're posting and you're not selling yet just stay consistent keep posting if you're not getting jobs to build stuff i'm just going woodworking because that's what i do build something for your house keep giving your audience things to to look at and keep engaging and don't stop because the momentum is crucial Yes, momentum crucial. is crucial. How do you keep the momentum? You just, just keep, I keep, you keep posting? I've, I'm lucky enough to have orders all the time where I could post photos of my orders. Yeah. And I just keep posting. Like, for, for example, this is not really woodworking related, but I'm posting stories that we're doing this and I'm keeping my audience uh, up to date on what I'm doing just with my day. engaged. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just whether it's personal or in the shop, just letting them know because people, it, as weird as it is, they they, they like Seeing what I do throughout the day like I'll post something at my house and they're like your house is so nice Congrats on your new house. I love getting ideas from you That's awesome. Like that's weird not weird in a bad way, but like weird to think about I think
1: that's where the hurdle is I think that's where a lot of people uh, make the mistake is they think they don't care they think people are not going to want to like check their stuff out they you know? do yeah, everyone that's, wants that's to a, see what you're they, doing everyone
0: wants to see what you're doing yeah. even if they don't want to see what you're they doing you're to what what you do. they want to see they what want, you're doing they're curious yeah. like aaron is looking out the window right now because he's curious on what's going on outside squirrel, <laughs> squirrel? <laughs> oh your buddy bryce is here huh yeah i just saw him. oh you miss him
1: but, man. Well, did you make this table? I
0: did. Some solid white oak. It's
1: nice. It's
0: pretty nice, huh? You need a coaster. Yeah, this and then nice. we got... A, phone. Dude, uh, actually, speaking how you corrected me, not just guys, but girls, badass woodworker. I know. I still this. need to hit her up. Um, yeah.
1: What's her name? Um, her Instagram name.
0: It changed. Shout Let her me. out, because she, <laughs> needs a, she
1: needs a shout out for this, this piece right here. <laughs> this piece, I don't know if you guys can see. I mean... We're shooting on a red, so you guys should be able to see the detail. But I'm up close to it. The House of Timber, it is the House of Timber
0: made the sign. Uh, sorry, I didn't. I I, I <laughs> know her name, but her she used to have an old Instagram name. The detail but is immaculate. Dude, she she kills it. So yeah, she's a hustler. There's plenty of other girl hustlers that I know yeah. out there. So thanks for correcting me. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah, right. those. And then, like, I got my gloves hung up too. Okay, okay. The Guitars. See you? Yeah. Pretty cool, huh? Nice. And for
1: those of you who aren't uh, watching or are just listening on the podcast, uh, we're going to have possibly a YouTube so you guys can see exactly what we're talking about. I wanted to do, uh, I'm just going to throw this out there because I've been thinking about for a while. I wanted to do the Chick-fil-A slash Popeyes uh, (laughs) review today, but... Um, I guess there was so much hype about the uh, the Popeyes, or um, there's other speculation going around. But uh, Popeyes is all out of the, the new chicken uh, sandwich. So, yeah, unfortunately, being in the food industry, I know I you wanted to try that. that so, dude, I, not just that, but I but love, I love so fried ch- chicken. Yeah. I love fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, no, but also
0: we're talking about how to market yourself, and yes, I think Popeyes is very such a relatable. Good job. And I was yeah. going to segue into like, what we already talked about, yeah. but
1: um, it's unnecessary. Maybe but next time. Maybe next time. When it comes back out, you guys, and you guys are going to see the chicken. Shit, panel. not, Trust not me. to
0: mention, we're going to try and get guests in this too. Those I'll will try. be long We to, will. We're going we will. to get guests. I already so, got one um, guest lined up. Um, oh, he's a professional yeah. basketball
1: player. Good night. And oh, nice. uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to have some good stuff lined up for you guys. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> cheers, dude. <laughs> All right.
1: Cheers, man. All right. Uh, later, guys. Thank um, you, guys. Uh,
0: next episode coming soon.
1: Coming soon. Uh, hopefully in a few weeks. Nice. All right. All right.
0: Cheers, nice. guys. Cheers.